So today's reading is taken from the book of James, chapter, chapter 1, verses 1 to 18. Perseverance, temptation, redemption. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes scattered among the nations, greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and, un and unstable in all they do. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position, but the rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wild flower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. Its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they go about their business. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because, having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. This is the word of the Lord. Speak to God. Well, very good morning to all of you. A pleasure to be with you, those who are here in the building and those who are here with us online. James's main idea in the passage that we've just heard is that difficulties and challenges are both inevitable and frequent, but that with God, those very difficulties and challenges can help us to learn perseverance. And we can learn to weather those difficulties and challenges with a deep and a clean joy. I'd just like to ask you, how true uh, of your experience is that? I mean, would you say that the difficulties and challenges that you faced, whether it's this last year or going back years and years and years, has that helped to mature and to grow and to ground your faith? This last year has brought uh, perplexing challenges and difficulties. And I've said uh, several times that if I knew in March last year that in May of this year we'd still be wearing masks and we wouldn't be singing 
and we wouldn't be yet out of lockdown, I think I would have despaired. Do you remember March? We were thinking, well, we've just got to get through May and June. July will be back to normal. It's just gone on and on and on. Our experience over this last year will have left, uh, will have been very varied. Some of us have had an okay year. Some of us had an all right year. But there have, for all of us, been cruel aspects of how isolating uh, the pandemic has been. And common to many of us have been two things, I think. The first is fear. It's been a year stalked and haunted by fear. Fear of death, fear of infection, fear of the loss of our livelihood, fear of those that we love getting ill or dying. And that kind of fear gets right down into your soul, deeply debilitating and disconcerting. And it's also been a year of doing without and doing without many of the people and the experiences and the support and the ways of relaxing uh, that we have learnt to count on. We have had a 15-month fast from a lot of the things that bring us value and joy and purpose. Many of us both here and watching at home can point to the way in which these trials, and they are unparalleled really, certainly in the last two or even three generations, these trials have taught us perseverance. They have deepened the foundation of our faith. They've brought us closer to God. They've brought us closer to some immediate members of our family. They may have brought the needs of our neighbors and those that were closest to into sharper relief. I wonder what you would say about this past year. Some of us have felt undone by this year. It's not so much broken us as revealed that there are important aspects of who we are as a person and who we are as a Christian person uh, that are second-hand or third-hand, or they're rather shabby and precarious. Uh, we've learned that if you take the buzz and the shot in the arm uh, that we get from weekly church and a small group, if you take those things away, we found that you're not left with very much. Now what I love in this passage is the way that James helps us to see how to develop perseverance, how to experience that deep, clean joy even in our darkest times. And the good news this morning is that it's not too late to apply the lessons that James teaches us. And it's not too late to pray with other Christians either today or in the coming week. Here are some of the things that I think James teaches us in this passage. The first one is this, that when we face a challenge or a trial or a difficulty, that we look it straight in the eye and we ask ourselves, how can this give room for God to help me to grow up in my faith and to love more generously? That isn't necessarily our instinctive response. And yet James teaches us that if we look the challenge in the eye and we invite God into it and we say, God, where is there room for you in this to help me grow up in my faith? 
we may begin to see the challenge differently. The second thing that he says ever so clearly is that when we face those challenges, that we should ask for wisdom. And we should ask for wisdom wholeheartedly. And often, if we're honest, it is wisdom that we most need. Though most of us ask for lots of things before wisdom, we tend to ask for a way out. God, give me a way out of this problem. Solve it, land it, make it better. When James says that when we need uh, wisdom, then ask for it and God will give it abundantly. Thirdly, James gets us to remember our own human weakness. He reminds us in verse 6 how, how much we flip and flop all over the place as Christians. Now some of you may be mega consistent. Most of us are absolutely up, down, up, down, up, down. We can't make up our minds. One minute we rely on God. We trust him completely. The next minute we despair. James says, remember your human weakness. He also tells us to remember that we fade. He takes, uh, he gives us the example of a flower. Beautiful flower like these ones here. And he says, look at that flower. And as you look at it, you'll see that it's beautiful, it's poignant, it speaks so much of God's love and creativity and majesty in creation. Uh, but know that when you come back next week or the week after, those flowers have begun to wither and to fade. And he reminds us that as well as being fickle, we are frail and finite. We don't last uh, forever. We're not indestructible. We are beautiful and we are amazing, but that only lasts for a moment. And James says, and this is hard for us to hear, that being comparatively wealthy, as most of us are, makes that even harder to see, makes it even easier to believe that we are indestructible and that to suffer discomfort and to go without is a disaster. That is the seductive power of wealth. James reminds us too that as people we give in to temptation, we give in early and we give in often, especially when things are difficult. And many of us will have seen both in ourselves and others the way that we've reached out to self-medicate with things and with food and with relationships that only make things worse. Uh, we yield to temptation uh, rather than clinging on to our God. But lastly, James reminds us some wonderful things about God. Yes, he reminds us about our own weakness, our own frailty, the way that we yield to temptation. But he also reminds us about these wonderful things about God. First, he reminds us that God wants you to become a grown-up, storm-weathering Christian. That's what God wants for you. Then you will be able to weather bigger storms down the line. And then you will be a shelter in the storm to others. There's no shortcut in learning perseverance. But that's what God wants for us, to be storm-weathering, grown-up Christians who are ready to suffer through bigger storms and who are able to draw in those who are feeling overwhelmed. James reminds us that God gives generously, not unwillingly, not grudgingly, but gives generously to all who ask 
uh, for wisdom when we need it. And lastly, in verse 18, uh, James reminds us that God is totally committed to us. He wants us to be his new creations. He wants us to be a blessing in our broken and our hurting world. Those are the things that he wants for us. He is making us a new creation. And he wants Christian women and Christian men to be at the very forefront of that in God's broken world. And James reminds us that a key way in which this happens is that we learn perseverance. And in learning perseverance, we learn to lean on him in the challenges and the difficulties of each day. You, like me, may well be thinking, I just wish there was anything to learn but perseverance. You know, I'd love to learn that God always miraculously helps his people out of difficult spots. I'd love to learn that actually it doesn't matter and life isn't as bad as it looks. Both of those things are wrong. God wants to teach us perseverance, wants to grow up our faith. And in doing so, our eye is both on his promise that one day we will receive the crown of life, but there's a promise for the here and now that we will be the first fruits of that new creation. We will be agents of change and love and mercy and peace and it comes through learning perseverance. At the end of our uh, service today, there will be the chance uh, to go and pray with somebody just at the back uh, by the angel there. If you just feel, man, I feel a bit overwhelmed, and I, I just need wisdom and strength and courage, then please either go and pray with someone back there or just grab the person that you've come with. But please don't, don't leave here today uh, despondent, or discouraged. If you are listening at home, uh, maybe there's someone you can reach out to there, or if not, please be in touch with us at the office, and we would love to pray with you and for you. Let's be a people that embrace learning the beauty of perseverance. Amen. Thank you, Simon. Just to uh, echo that invitation to receive prayer, before 